Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Ronnie. So you don't have to answer this. Um, you might not want to answer this, <laughs> answer this but do you know those uh, online DNA databases like 23andMe or Family Tree DNA uh, that you have yes. to... Yeah, where you can send in your saliva sample and they'll tell yes. you all about like your ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever done one of them? Again, so you don't have to answer. <laughs> I'm like an open book. So it's funny. I had ordered one um, and then I never opened it and years had gone by. And then I took it to my office because I'm grossed out by spit and you have to spit. <laughs> yeah, you have to spit in the vial. It grossed me out, guys. I was like, ah, it's so disgusting. So I brought it to my office on March 1st, 2020. And I was going Hmm. to do it at work. And then the pandemic happened and my office shut down and I did not go back to my office until when I quit. So I went back to get my stuff. (laughs) But the problem is once you open the kit, you only have like a certain amount of days before it actually expires. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to spend another $200 to to get a new one. So I never did. And I'm kind of happy about that because as much as (laughs) – I think they're really cool and all my siblings have them. So I kind of feel like I know gen- like generally speaking a little bit of, you know, the, the results, mm-hmm. even though everybody's different. So I'm mixed about it. I kind of really want to know, but I also kind of freaks me out a little bit, which I have a feeling you're going to talk about. So I won't get yes. into my fears. <laughs> no, but I, I like that story because um, it, I think it demonstrates, uh, at least for me, you know, originally when this first idea came out, it was met with a lot more um, kind of enthusiasm and open-mindedness. And then um, later, we're, later it was like there's more fears about the privacy of it. And so it's great in a way that you were able to have time to think about some of those fears um, instead of just jumping into it at the beginning, unlike what I did. So <laughs> um, I I have done the one of the DNA databases. Um, but I was kind of an early adopter. So the, maybe a, a year ago, I mean, a year, like a decade ago, like 10 years ago or something, I thought, oh, this looks cool. I can learn about my health. I can learn if I have any random ancestors out there as some rel- relatives that I never knew about. Um, so I submitted, yes, I had to spit into a vial. Um, Wait, so you, which one did you do? I did 23andMe because at the time which that was- was going to do. Okay. Yeah. It was like the biggest one. I think it had the best sale or something. Um, but I wasn't thinking at all about the privacy aspect of it. I just thought, oh, this is cool. And it's interesting because a couple of years later, I was chatting with a mom friend at preschool pickup or something. And I mentioned something about doing 23andMe. And she said something along the lines of, yeah, I don't know if I would ever want to do that. I'm concerned about uh, you know, de- the privacy of our DNA. And until she had said that, I had never really thought about it. And I was like, oh, and I'm like, is that a thing to be concerned about? And so in hindsight, I look back on that and I think, oh, well, huh, I probably should have thought a little bit more, but yeah, oh, well. It's, it's scary. And forgive me if you're going to talk about this. And I know we think like it's really good to solve crimes and it is, right? Mm-hmm. We want like I mean, some crimes, some crimes are silly and the government makes them up. But, you know, like if somebody murders somebody, you want that person off the street. But what scares me is they've been able to solve murders from people who didn't even do their 23andMe. Yeah. And that's actually, I was going to talk about that. So okay, I'll, let you, I'll let you talk about it. Yeah. 
But since you brought it up, let's talk about it. It's uh, like a mystery, but <laughs> creepy on two in two fronts. So. Yeah. So um, there was actually it was a recent case. It was a pretty big case. Um, it was a, a murder case where um, it was solved by they I, they had the DNA. The you know police had DNA, and so they ran it in a database, and they didn't even find the the murderer. They found a relative of him, and through that relative, they were able to then piece who it was. So, I mean, it's just really interesting how um, like even if an individual doesn't give consent to be in a database, they can still be tracked through it. And like you said, there are some really good things about this. I mean, everyone would probably say that to be able to find the a murderer or um, someone who's done something atrocious using the DNA testing would be a good thing. And in fact, actually kind of on the flip side of that, another great thing about DNA testing now um, and like DNA databases, um, being able to find people through DNA is there's this organization called the Innocence Project. Have you heard of them? Yes, I know. I know them very well. Yes. Okay. Um, and they, so for any listeners, the Innocence Project, what they do is um, so prisoners who were convicted of crimes, often they're on like death row and they're convicted of very serious crimes um, before the advent of DNA testing. Um, the Innocence Project has been able to use DNA testing to prove that Exonerate, they- Exonerate, right? Or that's a big word, but to get people off, off right? Of yes. The, of the of like false things they didn't really commit. Yeah, that they were actually innocent. So That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so DNA can do a lot of really- amazing things to be able to do this, uh, or to be able to test for DNA. Um, but it still brings us back to this question though. It's a little bit of a double edged sword. It can be used for good, but at what point do we like, should be worried about, should we be worried about privacy? Um, it's like, I always think, I think before COVID, I was much more like trusting of the government. Uh, we've already talked about my story and how I've changed a lot uh, and questioned a lot of things. But I used to be of the mindset of if you don't have anything to hide, why does it matter? Why do you need privacy? Um, but I think that during COVID, it showed me, especially things like for the vaccinations, um, it, it became... You know, again, we always say, if you don't have anything to hide, why does it matter? Well, who determines what should be hidden? Um, for a lot of people who maybe say didn't want to take the COVID vaccine, but they were feeling as though they were being um, judged for that, I could very much see how something like, you know, this type of medical privacy um, and being able to say, oh, well, you shouldn't be able to be private for that. Uh, anyways, I just... I'm a little bit more like trepidatious about all of this. Say, so. Explain what trepidatious means. It's a good okay. word, but it's a big word. So explain that one. Thanks for, I, I tend to use big words sometimes and I forget. So, so trepidatious, <laughs> it's a great word. I'm going to teach all of you. And then you guys can use this word. It's fun to say, trepidatious. <laughs> it basically means like cautious, a little bit unsure. You are entering into it slowly. So when I say trepidatious, like I'm a little bit, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Let me think about it. So, so maybe like kind of cautious or questioning. Yeah. Yeah. Cautious right? and questioning. Um, so, uh, going back to the DNA testing, um, this, you know, ethical questions, um, 
to ask about it, but to talk about the different companies, I did a little research into that. And of all the DNA companies, only some of them will work with police authorities and some won't. Um, Some require you to either opt in to being searched by the police. Some you're automatically opted in and you have to opt out. So if any of you guys are listening, mostly the parents, because I don't really think any kids are going to be in the database yet, unless their parents have signed them up for it, um, and you don't want to be part of something like this, you might want to check your company that you use and make sure that you are opted out. Uh, but what's also interesting is, so I'm actually, I told you I was uh, part of 23andMe, and 23andMe, they will not release information to authorities unless they have been court ordered to. So 23andMe is fairly safe, but if you're with another company, they will work with them. Um, however, there's another, by the way, is this okay that I'm like going off on all the different companies? Cause I, I think you're fine. I, don't, I, don't, I, was gonna say, I think that's fine. <laughs> um, so... A lot of people who, if they do something through Ancestry or Family Tree or 23andMe or any of the other ones, they will then go and upload their DNA information to this other website that's called GED Match. And I don't remember what GED stands for, but it's this huge database that takes DNA results from all from any place you get them. And uh, so it's kind of like the main hub if you're searching for, you know, ancestors or things like that. But the problem is, is that I've discovered that GED match is the main place that the police go when they are searching. Uh, So I am part of GED match. So even though I felt safer knowing I was through 23andMe, I suddenly in my research have now discovered, oh, I need to make sure I'm opted out on GED match. So just a little bit of information out there in case anyone is researching DNA companies. Well, in Utah is where Ancestry is. Oh, is so, it based here? Yeah, because okay. it is a. It's a. It, yes, it's it's based in Utah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all in all, I'm not necessarily against my DNA being shared. Uh, I think that there can be some good that comes out of it, but I do tend to be trepidatious. Um, and anytime I feel as though it's possible that my privacy is being violated. So I just think it's, you know, it's got some ethical questions in it to, for us to think about. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, and this goes with like the p- catching murders and stuff, is that it's people who didn't even take the test. And that's, a, oh, yeah. I, you know, I talk about consent a lot. Um, and that's what really gets me because it's like, okay, these people didn't sign up for this, but they're still able to track the DNA. Now, in this case, it's because those people are already in like a criminal database so it's a little different either way it's just a little no, creepy not nece- no not necessarily not anymore really, really? So, so i'm saying it depends on what the company is so if you're at a company say 23andme and you only have your stuff there well 23andme states i mean i don't know if they follow this but they state that they do not give out any information unless it's been court ordered they have a subpoena um subpoena means court ordered um but other companies like GED Match, they do work with it, and you don't even have to opt in to being searched. You just being part of it, you can all, as long as the police make their official police report request, uh, they can search. So if it's something people care about, they might want to look into it for themselves. That's a really, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I mean, as in everything, right? Look into mm-hmm. it yourself. I think we always talk about that. Well, this is really interesting. Did you have any other closing thoughts you wanted to throw in before we wrap up the episode? Um, no, that's that's pretty much it. It I think just really kind of the question of you know 
what is our privacy regarding our, our DNA? Do we own our own DNA information? So that's just yeah, a big no, question. That's a really good question. Yeah. And it'd be, you know, it'd, it'd interesting to think about that on, on your own kids, like what, and, and parents, because I'm sure some of the parents have gotten it done. So it's just an interesting mm-hmm. topic. Well, thanks guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.